0: The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088. This is your Half Empty Cup of Joe.
1: Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells. This show is hosted
0: by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is
2: better than no cup. Good morning and welcome. The Tuesday edition of the Half Empty Cup, Joe and Jason. And uh, we've got Steve Stars. Uh, joining us today and he, he always uh, just brings uh great things to light and and you know stuff that you don't hear anywhere else it's kind of you know it, it's what we're known for it's what 1360s all about uh, the sharing of, of information and I just uh, saw Jason uh, uh, that in Denver uh, you know the 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 illegal alien problem uh, at its breaking point. Uh, that the the city is now going to start. Uh evicting them out of overcrowded shelters and putting uh, putting them out on the streets. So uh, get ready as, once again, the, these idiotic policies that our elected officials have in place uh, created more and more problems. Uh, it started yesterday that uh, 150 of them were going to be uh, discharged uh, this week And they're saying that uh, Denver's saying, hey, we're getting 50 to 100 of them a day. So, Jason, it it seems like about 100 a day are going to be hitting the streets uh, every day for the foreseeable future.
3: Yeah, that sounds about... (laughs) <laughs> all right doesn't it <laughs> they've been having the buses coming up for a while uh yeah that seems about the flow you know you know what they don't they they, uh, they never tell us how many of them are dying every day when they're here there, there's got to be some of them dying right they they don't all make it here and and stay alive the whole time there's there's got to be some attrition right but uh but uh, steve you've been watching this stuff uh cl- closely uh you you, you sent us the uh You know, it looks like Al Qaeda. They're saying Al Qaeda is 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 being arrested by the Denver police. What's going on there, Steve?
4: Yeah, we've got a we've got a clip today, and thanks for having me back, you guys. I mean, uh, we're going to be getting into some heavy stuff. I mean, you know that there are so many areas of where things are hitting us—the financial collapse. Uh, you know, we're having problems with supply chain, uh, inflation, and of course, now we're looking at—I believe—is uh, what is an ongoing infiltration and revolt, and th- these people coming across the border or all over the place. I've got some clips here. One young man was telling him that a police officer from. Denver says there are as many 50 agents from sleeper cells in this area right now who are al-Qaeda, Middle Eastern. And we have, uh, there's photos coming back from the border where Drew Hernandez went down there to interview. He's with you know Infowars and those people. And uh, he's got pictures of these people that are out there. And the Chinese are hiding their faces, but the people from Latin America, a lot of them, of course, all mostly military-aged males, are very vociferous, and they're saying this isn't your country, you know, F America, all this kind of stuff. And, and I mean, there's a guy there that says he's a Christian and he's a kind of a tall fellow. And he, I think he strikes me as a Jesuit priest, to be really honest with you. We'll go into that. You can't see the video, but we'll play that eventually too, wherever you want to go. You know, there's so much happening right now and uh, we'll get into all of it and talk about it and maybe go from there and, and all, I mean, there's just so much to talk about, but we'll talk about this whole situation right here in colorado first because we're right at the eye of the storm i believe
2: what say you joe well and again uh the fact of the matter is uh, they don't want this to get out there they don't want people to know uh that uh 50 al-qaeda members arrested in denver right so denver's not unique right so how many got arrested in Phoenix how many got arrested in New York or Chicago or LA or Seattle or 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 anywhere else and, and as Steve said it's an invasion right military-aged men uh, coming across and, and they don't want you to hear this right they they everything they want you oh these are just everyone's coming because they just want a better life they were they want they want to they, they want to you know live out the American dream and support their family uh, but the the realities are uh, whatever the number is, five percent ten percent that want to that, that want to do harm that that are criminals that are gang members that are are terrorist members and when you start putting and you know we we talked about this uh, the other day Steve when you 're letting three million a year come in. Well, 10% 300,000. I mean, it, it, over the course of the last two years, you, you got over half a million people. You almost got the whole uh, uh, population of Denver uh, that's, that, that's up to no good.
4: Yep, absolutely you you do, and and these people are are very vehement on their methods and their ways, and they are trafficking children, they're trafficking drugs, but they actually are probably also a very well-armed operation. You know, we have a lot of respect and, and love for people that are trying to get out of destitute situations. I understand this very well. I've worked with missions and people down in Latin America. The conditions in these places are horrific. I understand that, but the reality is a lot of these of men, even the ones that aren't involved with terrorist organizations, are are skipping on their families, is what's happening here. Even Mexico has uh, has admitted that 10% of their able-bodied workforce is in the United States right now, and uh, that's not good. We, we, these people need to be back with their homes. So the problem is, we have had a bad situation in Latin America for so long, but the people coming in now are from Venezuela, Colombia, they are uh, people from the East. there are Al-Qaeda sleepers cells uh, we know they've been inside the gates and are coming in through these uh, these conduits as well and uh, we're gonna show you some clips and things or we're gonna play some clips uh, of what's happening right there you can hear for yourself and then there are these so-called Christian organizations helping them. Well, who are these people that are Christians that are violating the law? That's what Drew Hernandez is asking this man. He, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, I really feel for the uh, great conservative people in the Catholic Church because we've seen what's happened with this Jesuit Pope Francis and how there's a, a, now a lot of problems with these uh, these uh, bishops and people like that who are refuting what he's doing. We'll get back to it all coming up pretty quick here, I guess. stop.
3: Bitching listen to steve stars he's joining us do here on the half empty cup of joe stay tuned we'll be Stop right back
0: pitching. do something The half-empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor, with Grisham Associates, LLC, at 720-203-0731.
2: We're back the half empty cup, Joe and Jason, our guest today, Steve stars, uh, uh, some breaking news here, the Senate deal that they were trying to engineer the $118 billion that was going to give, uh, you know, Ukraine 60 billion Israel money, you know, everybody gets some money and, and a border deal that, uh, now all of a sudden Republicans, uh, running for cover because, uh, People found out that the the border deal was well. We'll, we'll just let 1.5 million in, in, in instead of three million. Uh, that deal now is dead. So a little bit of good news, but of course that just means uh, the, the 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 border situation continues to get worse, Steve.
4: Yeah, it really does. And, you know, we I, we I saw the rundown on that whole, they called it a border uh, bill law, but a uh, border bill act, but really had nothing, very little to do with the border except for to try to log roll, a bad deal uh, in, in behind $90 billion and $62 billion going to the failed war in Ukraine, $14 billion to Israel, $10 billion, uh to the Palestinian aid, you know, after they blow the Palestinians up, I guess they got to do some work there, and then $5 billion in India. And, uh, you know, then they wanted to... Uh, Put limits on uh, only 8,500 people coming through the border every every week, uh, and yet that wasn't going to go off very well at all. And of course, uh, we know that the Speaker Johnson protested that, so I'm glad that part is dead. Why don't, why don't they just have a border law instead of everything else that Chucky e. Schumer is trying to ramrod through on it and uh, call it the border bill? You know, it was just a, a scam, and thank God the Republicans did open up to uh, the people who were listening and paying attention and follow the the right direction on that thing
2: yeah and again i think it's just a matter of time before some bs deal gets done but i know you have a clip that 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 we have steve set this clip up tell tell us what, what what's the clip about and then we'll go to it
4: Okay, well, what you're seeing right here is uh, this is a clip from Infowars. It just came in uh, recently from Drew Hernandez, who went to San Diego, the border there, and he's uh, interviewing the people at night. There's a truck out there, apparently loading and accommodating certain people, and there's a man who appears to be. He says he's a Christian, and he's helping these people move across and all that. And Drew Hernandez is saying, "How can you say you're a Christian when you're violating the law?" And uh, this guy is standing around. I mean, these are the kinds of agents that are posing as helpers of humanity. You know, uh, a former Jesuit priest many years ago, uh, Malachi Martin, was a very great man. He wrote a book on the Jesuits himself. He had ha- he left the, the priesthood for a while and and, and worked as one of the, the top exorcists in the Catholic Church, well-respected. And uh, he had talked uh, about the liberation theology that these people are using and how it's been a... a- Very, very strange, the whole thing, if you see it. But we'll just play the clip. and Let's go through that. We'll get back to the discussion on the other side, okay?
9: But this is what we've been seeing here in Jakumba
10: as well, as like some of these individuals that we confronted earlier – that when I was asking him if they were NGOs, he just claimed to be a Christian, so I confronted him. Quick, quick
9: question, sir. Yes, sir. Um, who, who are you working for? Uh, the guy upstairs. There you go. Yeah, but are you working
11: for
5: a, a non-government organization, a charity? No, that's, that's us. A, a church? No, that's us. You're the non-government organization? No, no no organization. Are you an American? We're Americans. <laughs> These are illegals, so are, are you just
11: out here? Yeah. Aiding and abetting this human trafficking operation—that's illegal? No, no, not not abetting. It's it's how you do it, just by hand. I'm yeah, a Christian. I understand that, but this is breaking the law. What's so breaking the law? Breaking the law is coming into this country, breaking our laws on a daily basis, I, unauthorized. I understand. So, if you what what claim to be a Christian, you claim no. that it's godly to break the
5: law? Uh.
11: We'll talk to you in just a minute. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just questioning you. No, no, we're busy.
12: You. No, we're busy. It's a genuine question. Yeah, we're You're a Christian, right? I'm a Christian. If you could stand your a, ground a, as a Christian. Am, I'm a Christian too. So, so how can you justify no, breaking bye, the bye. law on a daily basis? This, is, this is not your country. You think this is your country? Yes, I'm an American. This is my country. Fuck question. America!
4: whoops uh, sorry about that <laughs> we were trying to blurt that out but this is the attitude this guy is just filthy language uh, this person that they're trying to help and you you hear what's going on here right now so who are these NGOs who are these people who are helping forward this uh, illegal wave of immigration right Jason
3: so was it the Christian that started cursing or was it the uh, uh, the, no, that, the people he was helping
4: that was the Hispanic guy behind him we just kind of went off on the whole one thing. of the
3: illegal that he was helping
4: Right, yeah, right. But, <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I'll say this. Uh, the very first people that should not be able to cross the borders are the ones that are cursing America as they're entering. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's, it's, you know, be, who cares if it's a terrorist or a criminal or anything else? If they're trying to illegally enter the country because they want a better life— yeah, there's, there, I guess there's a moral issue there for a Christian. I, I don't think Christians necessarily need to obey the, the laws of man, depending on what those laws are doing. So I, I was like, okay, well, he's, he, he in his mind, he's helping humanity. But when the humanity behind him are cursing America before they enter the country— what what is he doing he's definitely he's definitely wrong he's just wrong i can understand the position i don't i don't agree with it but i understand the position to help people from from bad situations into this country to to have a better life yeah, and I know and there's, that's what the whole issue is. Just like the pro-life, you know, pro-abortion issue. There's there's different ways to look at it. But when the guy that's coming in the country to get the help and the benefit is cursing the country as he's walking in there, somebody should have nabbed that guy and just physically removed him right then and there. That's that's crazy. I mean, that's, that's yeah. one of those things, Joe, I believe, when they say you got to go down to the border and actually see it. I guess that's the types of things you'll see
2: down there, Joe. Yeah, and a whole lot more. Uh, I've had friends at the go to the Yuma border, uh, and and just came back with, you know, you 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 just can't really understand it until you see it. And and this is this is why so many people are so uneducated about this. I think a lot of people would have a different opinion. Here's the reality, right? And we 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 say, okay, well, maybe ninety percent of them, hey, they, they want a better life, and it's great but you can't deal with the the other 10% in the amount of drugs, the amount of trafficking, the human trafficking, it it's horrible. It really truly is uh the it, all of these women are at huge risk to be trafficked uh it it happens day in and day out. Uh but but you know Aside from that, there's a huge piece because when you're letting in three million of them, even you know, heck, even one percent is thirty thousand uh, that want to do harm. And, and, and uh, unfortunately, th- that's the situation, Steve. Right? Well, you know, I want to do the greater good. Well, the greater good is also going to do uh, a lot of evil in the world as well.
4: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I believe it's a little bit more organized than just uh, you know, when people trying to reach out and help and uh, fill in and make things better for some individuals because these are military-aged men. Some of them are from China. Some of them are from uh, the Middle East, Africa. They're, they're, they're from places all over. The Chinese don't want to be photographed. They keep their faces covered. The people from Latin America are a little bit more open, a little bit more vocal, and some of them speak English in these cases, but. Uh, uh, you know the, the the situation is that we do have these sleeper cells that have come in, and we have a clip about a Denver police officer telling somebody this uh, off you know off the record that we'll play in a little bit. I don't know if we got enough time to, to get that in. It's not very long. Well, I want to
3: I want to say something real quick. I just to, to me, I, it almost makes me want to just uh, you know go go to the Canadian border, and you know you have to you have the crossing of the Canadian border. If, and if I was legally crossing, which I could illegally cross. What if I was, you know, sitting there and cursing, you know, screw Canada, screw Canada. I, I bet my crossing the border would be a lot more difficult. I mean, the Canadian border can be difficult if they decided to, to, to pick you out, so to speak. But that would be a legal crossing. Now yeah. imagine try, now Imagine saying screw China and, and crossing their borders without permission or any other right. country. I just, I just, I I, I got to point it out. That just, it's, I know there was a slip, but you know what, it's, 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 it's it's really, it's really important to, to say, hey, these aren't people that are liking America they are coming in. Not all of them, but, man, a lot of them are just are – they, they really are here just to start trouble. Just, it's, it's just it's – just, it it's, it's a good clip, Steve, for sure. But let's, let's – Jack, let's start this other clip. I think we've got plenty of time. Go ahead go ahead and start the other clip, Jack.
10: Oh, this one is bleeped. Okay. So I just had a conversation with a Denver police officer at the airport. And we were talking about the crime that's going on, not only in Denver, but our country. And he says, the media will not tell you this. I'm not even supposed to talk about this, but I don't care anymore. We've arrested the Denver police in Denver, has arrested over 50 Al-Qaeda members in the last two months. 50. Okay. So, with that said, we started talking about everything else. And, and... We started talking about where the budget's going and how they don't have enough police cars. They're going to be putting them on foot. We started talking about all the migrants that have been coming over the border and how they're cutting the police budget in all major cities, including Denver. And then we started talking about how there's sleeper cells all over Colorado. He's talking about South Americans. He's talking about people from Central America, he's talking about people from China, he's talking about people from um, the Middle East, all over and he says, the police know this the state police and the local police, and they're not allowed to do a damn thing about it. So y'all, here's my question for you, especially for those of you that are left leaning do you still think that it's okay to have open borders?
4: Wow. Wow. Huh, great job bleeping that, but yes, no, it isn't. <laughs> That's my opinion
13: anyway.
3: Let me ask this question because we hear this all the time: uh, the, the terrorists are going to be are coming over the borders. You know, nine eleven in my mind wasn't even terrorists at all, and and now we have twenty three more years of of opportunities. I guess you say or a time frame of so-called terrorist attacks that could be happening. Now, how come we're not seeing them, Steve? When I see someone like this and he's got a position, and I get it, he's a conservative, and that's, that's good. It's a good frame of mind. But it, doesn't it make al-Qaeda look almost gentle? Because if, they, if, they, if there's 50 just in Denver that they're arresting here and there, there's got to be Al Qaeda. Uh, uh, if this is if this is correct information, we don't you know this is hey hey the, the the officer said these things. to me. who knows if the officer's even telling the truth or, or if he's uh, exaggerating? But where's the Al Qaeda attacks on people? Where's the, the 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 mall shooting? You know, if you're if you're gonna you're gonna die and get your virgins and all that, uh, why don't you just go to the local California mall and just start shooting up some dudes? And how come in 23 years we aren't seeing any of this? You know, the borders Girl. have been open for all these years. We should have hundreds, if not thousands of terrorists ready to do their deeds, and we've got nothing. Nothing has but, happened. So when this guy spouts off, gee, Steve, it just it seems really I, – I the message is strong, but it's weak to me because where is the damage? you got to have damage to wake people up to look at the border seriously.
4: Well, my question would be, uh, wouldn't that destroy the element of surprise? I mean, after all, my, people right now are thinking, you know, you Man, got if I, guys if, if I
3: If I was having a birthday surprise and had to wait 23 years for it, then that is, that is a lot of waiting for a surprise, Steve.
4: Well, we, we know it's coming, and we've been expecting it for many years, I think. And But the, the key thing is, is right now you have such an influx of so many different people out there, some of them trying to escape destitute situations, legitimately running for their lives. But at the same time, you have these middle-aged men, uh, or early-aged men, military-aged men coming across. You know, if al-Qaeda is going to plan an attack, uh, it, they, they won't do it in a coordinated way. It won't be something that, I mean, it'll be, you'll see it when it comes, and you'll know well, it's better. Joe
3: has a comment. We're going to hit the break, Steve. Okay. My one, I, my I one question a, would be, is why a, not have, 23 yeah, years? I have a different coordinate.
2: spin on this, Jason, uh, okay. that uh, I think their objective is a little different than what you're talking about and i'll explain it on the other side so we'll be right back i think this is a a much much bigger agenda
7: KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish Or check us out online, go to 1360KHNC.com, click on the shop button
2: which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger, while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800
0: The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693.
2: We're back here, the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason, along with uh, Steve Stars, and we're talking about, uh, you know, the the terrorist cells, the sleeper cells, uh, all the different countries, all the places uh, that that uh, are having people crossing the border illegally into the United States. And Jason brought up a great point: Why haven't we seen a terrorist attack? And, and there's maybe been a couple, but there hasn't been anything big, right I think the agenda's different and i'll i'll, I'll highlight most of the squad members uh you you have uh these communities now where and, and phoenix has the, phoenix does the same thing uh they they have uh they, they all end up in the same neighborhood, in the same part of town. And, and then next thing you know, uh they they, they get people elected uh into government and, and it's it's like a slow takeover uh of America that that's occurring here. I think their uh their bigger mission is to gain a foothold in into the United States and, and kind of change the United States from within and in and, and using uh, the, 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 the our own I guess our own way of life uh, against us so to speak and having uh, every it seems like every every you know six years or so they get another two or three members either elected into the House or elected into the Senate. Uh, a lot of them are getting uh, in, on, on the state side, right? They're getting elected to represent their, their contingencies and, and their way of life and how they view things. And I kind of I feel like that's really uh, the, the bigger agenda uh, that's happening, you know, uh, especially at least on, on the Muslim side of things.
3: That makes some sense, I guess. I just don't know if that's such a long-term goal. Joe. know, such a, that a, that takes generations to accomplish, and I'm not sure if you're a, a a radical or whatever they want to call them that you could wait that long. I just, uh, how about this? If if their plan is to live in America and change it to their ways, isn't, isn't in a small way, or not or even a, in a big way? Isn't that the way America is? you know when the, when the, when the irish came to america in the 1800s it was because they were having starvation so they came over in the millions because they were starving people were starving they had the potato famine and they came over to this country and people hated them people hated the irish for lack yeah, oh, they're just they're ruining this country look at them they're filthy and they're dirty right and, and they didn't want them here but they came in here and they changed america right that's St. Patrick's Day, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying that I, I really want to have Muslim Day, you know, and, and have a, have Muslims running the government. But uh, for, fortunately or unfortunately, isn't that kind of how America's supposed to be? Obviously, with the illegal immigration, it seems unfair. But immigration has been happening in this country since uh, it was found, you know, and, and on some level. So I, I once again, that's, to me, if they're not killing people, Joe, it's almost like, well, that's, isn't that kind of their aren't they allowed to take over this country if they want? If, if, if people in this country can't birth more, wh- whatever well, you call of regular Americans? Part the whole
2: immigration process, right, is for right. them to understand uh, the values that make us American, and, and you let those people in, uh, versus the people well, I don't have those values, well then you can't come, right? I mean, that, that's, right. That, that, that's the thing, that's the part that's missing, right? That's the part that's missing with, with the illegal immigration,
3: But as our government will tell you that we're in a democracy so because that's all we talk about since 1933 is democracy that means the majority rules so if you're right if the plan is to over a couple of generations uh take over from within that's constitutionally correct actually you know it's 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 supposed to be a constitution of individuals and then uh it's supposed to be a uh uh, a republic, a constitutional republic. Now, we don't run that way anymore. However, if they're allowed to be here in whatever way they end up allowing, allowing to be here, and then our the government is allowing these people to be here, there's no doubt. Allowed, they could stop this. But if they are not allow this to happen, then the influence, you know, you said are the, the traditions, the, the, the values of America, Joe, those are going to change. The values of America have already changed. Anybody that's over the age of 50, especially anyone over the age of 60 or 70, they're going to tell you that the values of this country have changed dramatically over the last generation or two. So I'm not saying it's good. I don't, I don't agree with it. I like traditional American values. But, but Steve, what say you? I mean, the country can't get changed from within, whether these people are supposed to be here or not. Once they're here and they're here to stay, if, if Joe is right, if that's the plan is, is a multi generational takeover, they're doing it in Europe too. So Joe's observing correctly. I, isn't that just? Is not just the problem for the countries that are allowing it to happen? I guess the countries and the people of that country are just are just allowing the change in that country.
4: Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, it's the boiling bullfrog scenario here. That's what's been happening. This isn't all going to happen at once. It's a very slow and in, in, in grafting process. We're seeing this. This has been going on for a long time. Look at our schools. Look at the way the, the news media lies to us now. Look at uh, a, a number of different terrorist effects. Now we're seeing economic collapse. Now we're seeing uh, the – we'll get into the whole situation with the lockdowns, so and now they have uh, disease X coming. Out another one of these things that uh, really has, you know, it's been another one of the problems that we've had. Excuse me, the, but uh, you know, th- these are the things that this is their tactics. They, they don't want to do it all at once. They want to infiltrate, and then as the entire system collapses, it, it begins to operate. That's what I see coming, and it's not democracy. You know, uh, democracy died in 2020 for sure with the election. I mean, th- that that wasn't democracy. This is overtaking a country that's unaware and incapable of uh, what they're uh, recognizing what's going on and uh, enforcing the borders, enforcing the laws, enforcing the Constitution, enforcing real elections and keeping the damn lying news media under control because all they're doing is lying to people about these things and covering up the the importance of, of it all. As, as we know at the station here, that's why we're here and why this signal is so important. Go ahead, though.
3: Well, we got some callers coming in. If you want to call in, the number is 877 536 one more time, if you want to call or if you want to text and just have a comment read on the air, 877 536 1360. And uh, I guess good morning. Go ahead. What is your comment?
15: Okay, elections are are the key to this whole nightmare, okay, because this is what's happening now is the implementation of the United Nations agenda for the 21st century, which is to invade America. Okay, so I'd like people to get a paper and pencil because we need to make sure that we – well tonight is a in Lakewood, the city of Lakewood, there's a town hall meeting. So some people who listen to your show um could be from Lakewood. So get to the county um, the city and county offices of, you just search where the town hall meeting is, because I'm not sure. I'll be there. But but the real important thing is, we need to have accurate tabulation of our elections, and we have to ask the Republicans to attend their county um, um, uh, caucuses, which happened in March 7, okay? Stop Do Stay with us. We'll be right
8: back.
9: major disaster especially weather related when the power goes out can cause people to suddenly panic within hours grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean food supply lines get interrupted and food is hard to find at that point it's too late to do anything about it you must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines so ask yourself do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months
2: The Federal Reserve is in control of our money. But lately, control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com.
3: Welcome back, half empty cup of Joe. The number to call is eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty and it come in, she's saying that uh republicans need to come in and stop this thing steve uh, uh what do you, what do you say what what are the chances of that happening
4: well, we uh, we could get into that. I think the biggest problem right now is that they're going to have to recognize how serious the situation is and uh, step up the law enforcement. You know, I could read really quickly a, a comment from uh, Speaker of the House, Jim or, uh, Mike Johnson, who said that he thinks the Border Patrol Union is endorsing the border deal. He says, well, I think it does have something to do with the pay structure that's in the bill. In other words, these guys are going to get more so they're going along with all this. Our, borders, our union, border patrol union. So we took 64 Republicans down to Del Rio. Uh, the sector at Eagle Pass in early January. And they told us from their own perspective that... Uh, you know, this is for administering an open fire hydrant. We don't need more buckets. We need to stop the flow. We know how to do it. The president has exa- has the authority, but he's not doing that, of course. He's just, as Joe was saying, allowing more and more people in all the time. And it's always been a stopgap situation that's not dealing with the real problem.
2: Joe? Yeah, and, and again, um, I, I don't understand the... Uh, the lack of of will from our elected officials. I mean, uh, obviously, some people say, "Well, the Democrats like it because these people uh, tend to be uh, vote uh, for Democrats, right?" Because uh, again, uh, a lot of them come and 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 they need the aid, they need assistance, they you know the uh, the government to take care of them, uh, and 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 maybe that I guess that could be an issue, but like i said if if they if, and, and here 's the realities of what why, why aren 't we seeing you know uh Biden or our elected officials down at the border because the the answer really is simple they don 't want to know the truth they definitely don 't want to see the truth and uh, if you don 't know somebody or you you haven 't personally gone to d- these border crossing areas to see it with your own eyes. I promise you, if people saw it with their own eyes, I think they would have a much different perspective and point of view you know at the Yuma border you can openly see the cartels sit on the uh, the Mexican side of the border uh, they, they've got their you know high-powered binoculars in this and they 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 deliberately send a flood of illegals so the border patrol then has to go and take care of that and and, and once they leave you know the the flank open they, they send the drugs in I mean you can see it there uh, the the uh, the trafficking all of these things the the the, the crimes that get committed uh, the things that go on uh, people would be appalled and have a different opinion but this is why you never see it see because they don't a they don't want to see it and B if they go down there then the media is down there with them and then everybody else will see it
4: Yep, that's right, and uh, you know we've seen so much of this over the years. Uh, this goes way, way back. I remember with uh, Roy Beck's numbers USA. This the the border issue has been going on since the uh, uh, you know W. Bush administration issue. They tried to uh, to seal it up. Uh, Trump did a pretty good job, even though they fought it all the way. But there, even Elon Musk has has uh, commented recently that they're flooding these people into blue. Did you states. say Trump
3: wanted the border closed?
4: Did you just say that, Steve? Yes, he did close it. He actually right, did he didn't close succeed. The,
3: the border crossings were worse than Obama by number no, they of would, crossings.
4: Would, at, in the beginning, they were, but toward the end, he sealed that thing it, it, right it, off. It
3: did slow down a little bit, but as oh, as, as commander it, as commander in chief, if you wanted it stopped, you, we know how to have it stopped. Send some troops down. Send some troops down there and stop no, you, it.
4: You need to review your history because he. Well, did I got the numbers. Hundreds of border thousands
3: border. of people crossed the border all the way to 2020. Hundreds well, of that, thousands of people yes, were still crossing. That was
4: a good portion up until that point before you got the wall bill Because remember, I don't the think his urge that. to close the
3: border is as strong as people think. I hope he gets reelected because no, you, know you, you be. know you know that the Democrats don't want this looked at. It's only being a, no. uh, yeah. looked at through through alternative me, uh, media for the most part. It, it gets on the local yeah. news once in a while sometimes, but if he gets reelected and he continues through his handlers to let border crossings happen, which they will then I'll we'll be on will be on the air here in a couple of years I'll say hey there's still people crossing the border it's just nobody wants to talk about it because right, republicans yeah. republicans in their head just think it's not happening because trump was going to build a wall but it was now happening the, all it, those it was years Trump's president
4: toward the successful. end that was very successful but remember what happened they, the democrats shut the border uh, when the whole issue they I guess it, the I guess, Steve, though, I guess
3: it, it depends on what you consider successful why do I get the feeling the russian border has far less illegal crossings than the Trump border. Well, there, you know, it depends could, on what you consider success. Example. I would, yeah, I would say success right. is nobody crosses. How is that? Success is
4: almost nobody crosses.
3: You have you well, have a tight grip it. on it,
4: mm-hmm. right? But I mean, people are. are are, are going to come through the gates as they should, and people are going to go out through the gates as they should. You know, there's no problem with that. We've got a lot of migrant workers who should be here. We've got people who want immigration, and some do uh, qualify for asylum in many cases. But what we're talking about right now is an influx of, a, of an invading army. That's how big it really is. This is an right. invading I army. Agree totally. I agree totally.
3: I agree totally with all of that. Okay. I just think that because when, when Ann came on, she, she's saying, look, Republicans will stop this thing. That's just, that's just hopeful thinking. I wish people would just get over it. The reason people didn't talk about it from 2016 to 2020 is because when Trump got elected, Republicans just stopped looking at it. They just assumed somewhere in their brains that Trump just handled it. And oh, he didn't. So people
4: getting it through. I know that. But uh, I, he I, I a think lot of it, it was po- It
3: was just as poor as it is now. It was just. It was. It, I'll look at the, the exact numbers again. It's been a while since I looked at. But I remember reporting this uh, in, in 2018 when I first came on the air, and the border crossings were worse than ever. The numbers were more than the Obama years.
4: Yeah, so you well, can't was, tell me that that was that was, Trump, was before you could build the wall. They they fought that wall. He took office for, for, for on January
3: years. of to t- t- January of 2017. He took office. That's right. and did not send troops down there and stop that border's border crossings. He is what the commander happened in at that chief. Point? He's
4: what the commander in chief. Point. But, but Jason, if you remember, what happened at that point? The Democrats shut the entire government down because he was. They're trying not the to commander the in chief. Yeah, I know. I agree. He should have taken the authority over it. He should have bypassed the Ninth Circuit who ruled against him. He took too long to get started with. it. I agree look with what you the there. commander
3: in chief is doing right now over in the Middle East, right? Biden knows how he knows it. Trump knows it, too. Biden's over there bombing things and blowing things up.
4: Yep. He doesn't it's have permission either. It's going to
3: either. get worse, too. It's going to get yep. worse. Yep. So we'll, we'll have, more, we'll have more, more discussions about this. Episode. It's 877-536-1360. Give us a call.
6: ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064.
7: Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC 1360 a.m. and every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joy and Holly Radio Show, Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joy and Holly Radio Show, topic focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to GardenTalkRadio at gmail.com or call 247 to 1 800 927 SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October
17: and they're done cheap dirty
10: deeds and they're done they cheap dirty deeds and they're done they cheap
2: dirty deeds and they're done cheap we're back here, the half empty cup. Joe and Jason with Steve stars, eight seven seven, five three, six, thirteen, sixty, the call and or text line. Forty five million since nineteen ninety six. Let's not pretend that the border will ever close. Uh and I agree with that. I you know, um, I get where Jason's coming from. Success is nobody, right? Uh, it, well, I I I don't know that that's really achievable. Uh, but getting back to you know, let's go back, say to 1996, and uh, and I don't have the numbers in front of me. I don't know how many uh, were coming across then, uh, but I know it was nowhere close to three million. I don't even think it was a million back then, uh, but but. It really it's a multiple things you know when we talk about uh, the the cartel as an example and how powerful you know we make this excuse well they want to get away from the cartels that's why they all come up well if we can shut off the drugs coming into this country Right, the cartels would be a whole lot less powerful, wouldn't they? I mean, we, we we are like the 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 drug capital of the world, right? The United States. You know, we, let's face it, uh, that's just the reality of it all. But when we sit here and, and talk about uh, the border and, and the illegal aliens, but but it's more than that too. It's all the illicit crime that goes along with it that gives uh, the this. This power to these people uh, in these countries where a lot of the illegals are fleeing from, uh, we're the ones giving them the power. They, they have uh, uh, American weapons, right? They're, they're, they're getting now all, all of the uh, weaponry that we had sent into the Middle East, into Afghanistan, into Ukraine, somehow seemingly makes its way to these drug cartels as well. I mean, there, there's a lot to it, Steve.
4: Yeah, there really is, and you know, to Jason's point, you know, trying to seal a border as long as large as ours across the north and south is is not going to be a perfect deal. But we, the, the biggest problem we have right now is the influx of these people are different than uh, people trying to escape or get a better life and coming across the border. I happen to know people who are here illegally that have been here for many years, and they're not really assimilating. Some of them don't really want to learn to speak English, but they're they're tending to their business. They're very, very peaceful. They try to stay out of trouble. These are the kind of people who came here 25 years ago. You know what you have right now, Jason? What is different is you have uh, uh, military-aged men from all over the world. They're not just from Latin America. I mean, they're coming in. These are Chinese who are hiding their faces. What are Chinese doing here in this area? How far have they come? Africans and as the as one of these uh, uh, police officers had mentioned, 50 members of uh, uh, sleeper cells. I uh, actually talked to Owen Troy. Uh, when he interviewed Tig, Tig, one of the guys from Benghazi, and asked him the question, do you think this is back, oh gosh, about two or three years ago, are there sleeper cells coming in? And he said yes, he was pretty concerned that there are people who are coming in here who are definitely uh, armed and dangerous terrorist types that are there. So we don't know how many of these people can get swept along. Remember what happened with the Bolshevik Revolution. I mean, this is nothing different. This is an old tactic. You know, the Jesuits didn't even invent this. You know this has been going on for years. This is the the best way to create a destabilization and a problem and a fighting workforce in an area of a sleeping society
3: well maybe so based off what Joe just said. If the cartels are, are a leading contributor to this problem, then I guess they should be classified as terrorists. Stop, and we should then, the commander she should be Do able to bomb something. the cartels in Mexico. Stop if that's going to be border security, and if it's Do the cartel's something. fault, it's time to bomb the terrorists Stop, in Mexico. Bitching. That's how I see it. That's how the uh, Patriot something. Act works. We'll be right back. Stay with Stop, us after this break. Bitching. Half empty cup of joe. We'll be right back.
2: 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. This is the Phyllis
1: Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin.
16: The rise of anti-Semitism and calls for genocide on college campuses have been a shocking development. After the October 7th attack by Hamas on Israel, the privileged, entitled, and tone-deaf students of America's universities quickly began demonstrating in favor of Palestine and against Israel. Many students voiced support for the supposed resistance fighters against Israel. In some cases, professors weighed in, such as in the case of a UC Davis professor who threatened so-called Zionist journalists in a social media post. His post implied threats of murder, Home invasion, and even kidnapping. Cornell University was forced to close their kosher dining hall due to violent threats against Jewish students made by pro Palestinian protesters. A student walkout at New York University featured a student with a sign that said, Keep the World Clean. The sign prominently featured the Star of David being thrown in a trash can. In response to all this, the United States Congress launched an investigation of anti Semitism at elite universities. The presidents of Harvard, UPenn, and MIT were made to answer for the demonstrations on their campuses. When asked if calling for genocide violated the codes of conduct at their respective universities, none of these presidents gave a direct answer. While the rise of anti-Semitism on campus certainly deserves a response, the tactics being used could certainly backfire. Conservative lawmakers and pundits are unwittingly trying to increase the power of the diversity, equity, and inclusion regimes on college campuses that have been causing so many problems over the last decade. Simply giving Jewish students the same privileges that sexual and racial minority groups are already given on campus will only result in a stronger DEI regime. The DEI regime is what enables these pro-Hamas protests in the first place. What needs to be done on campuses is a serious uprooting of the leftist academic network that has taken over higher education. This would eliminate not only the anti-Semitism found there, but also the deep-rooted anti-Western bias that is corrupting so many of American youth. This
1: has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. It's no secret that globalists are bent on destroying Western culture. Whether the threat comes from inside or outside our borders, America must be protected from cultural Marxism and those who would deny American sovereignty. We're seeking your insight at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half empty cup of Joe. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquette and Jason Walker because half a cup is better than no cup.
2: We're back here the half empty cup Joe and Jason uh, along with Steve Stars and uh 8775361360 that's the number to call you know Jason you know broaching the subject hey let's bomb them right you know they're, they they should be uh you know classified as terrorists these cartels um I would definitely be okay with that if if Mexico said, hey, go do it, or uh, another country said, hey, you know, with permission. uh, I I don't think, uh, you know, we should be bombing other countries without permission, uh, at least assisting. I'll use El Salvador as a great example. Now, uh, the guy just won re-election, and, you know, uh, the, the media hates him. Uh, because you know he's 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 taken away freedoms and the human rights because he he basically arrested all of the gangs, all of the cartels, and and through you know like. Seventy thousand of them and put them all in prison uh and, and he just got reelected by a huge margin because uh people are like the country's finally safe again. Uh, it can be done, uh, but it, it, you have to have the will to do it. I think that's the same same thing at the border. It can be done, and it can be done easily, uh, but you got to have the will. So uh, that, that's that's my uh, my my two cents anyway uh, about what Jason was talking about. But I don't. We got uh, Professor Glenn. He he's got a comment he'd like to make.
3: Yeah, if you want to call in 877-536-1360. Uh, Glenn, go go ahead.
14: Yeah, if you watch the news, you'll see all the footage is just Texas, uh of people crossing the border. They don't show you New Mexico. They don't show you Arizona. They don't show you California. And I guarantee you they're just pouring across the border in all three of those states. But no one's stopping them like they are in Texas. So, I mean, Texas has actually lowered this, the number of crossings because they're actually dealing with it as much as they can. Uh, it, it's an absolute mess. Now, the other thing is you see that McConnell now is telling the, the, the Senate Republicans to vote no on this, on this border bill after he arranged the whole thing. This is, this is nuts. He, he, he put his finger up in the air and, and saw that the winds of change have gone the other way, and and he he doesn't want to look stupid. He trust me, he looks stupid. You can't support the thing one week and then tell everybody to vote no. I mean, I, I he's not playing three D chess. Nobody plays three D chess. I, I I get so sick of hearing Trump plays three D chess. No, he doesn't. He does not. You can look down the road and try to figure things out, but there's no 3-D chess up to play. As far as well, when Republicans fix, get back in, they'll fix it. but They're not going to rebuild the wall because the Democrats have sold all the steel off. I've told you this over and over again, that on the government liquidation website, you can go on there and look for tubular steel and type in, in Arizona, and you'll see that they're selling it all off at pennies on the dollar. So once more, the taxpayer gets screwed, and... It, it, it's, it's a mess. The whole thing's a mess. And I don't know that it's going to get fixed. And 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 Biden's doing nothing. You see that he, he just said that he spoke with uh, Francois Mitterrand, who's been dead for, for 14 years or something. I mean,
17: this dude is
14: never gone. Gone. He's gone. He. There's nobody there. There's no, there's no gray matter left up in his head. He, the poor man needs to be in a nursing home. It, it, this is just ridiculous, all of it. And and no one cares because oh Taylor Swift that's the Super Bowl that's important you know. That, that's hey Glenn, let me ask you this Glenn
3: real quick. Let me ask you this real quick. Is, is it really that he's so seen out? I've seen the blurbs, I've seen all, how all the mistakes. But I know a lot of old timers that people think they're seen out, but they just don't care anymore. Is it is it possible he just doesn't care anymore? He's been he's fifty plus years in 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 Washington D.C. Is it is it possible that he's just playing out the string, just get, just getting his uh, obligations out of the way, and he just doesn't care anymore? Because sometimes I look at him and it's just like, it's like he just doesn't care anymore. And maybe that's why he I, I s- makes all these slips. I, I don't think
14: it doesn't matter that he makes slips because everyone's going to all the media is going to defend him and no one's going to hold him accountable. He won't debate Trump on the in the debate. There won't be a debate. Why should he? He doesn't have to. I mean, honestly, the the people around him are insulating him and protecting him. I blame Jill Biden. She should have known better. If She really loved him. She would not let him keep doing this. But it's all about power. That's all they care about. Power and, and now have, have, we just bombed the Houthis. Guess what? They shot at two more ships. We can bomb them all we want and we're never going to stop them from shooting it at, at these ships. It, it's just not going to happen. I mean, if Saudi Arabia did it for 10 years and look, and they finally gave up. People with 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 uh, AK-47s and flip flops have whipped us for the last thirty years. They have. There's no doubt about it. You want to tell me we won in Iraq? They're shooting at us right now. We didn't win there. We lost. We lost. We completely lost. lost. We lost in Afghanistan. But,
3: but Glenn, I so guess, guess we lost. I it? guess I guess we lost. It depends on who you are. I mean, didn't the uh, the, the contractors, the big business, the banks? Don't they always win with these wars? They're, they're, they seem to be, you know, when the 2008 when housing crash happened, every part of the United States went through a recession. The only GDP growth that happened in this country was in Washington, D.C. It grew during that economic mess. And during wars, it's the same thing. So in a lot of ways, I think that the power elite, haven't, haven't they won with all this, Glenn? Haven't, haven't, aren't they the big winners? They don't care who runs Iraq. They just need to, know right. to make sure that we're blowing things up there. They win as long as the contracts keep coming.
14: And the people that are building the artillery shells and the bombs and the missiles, they're, yeah, they're, they're winning, no doubt about that. Military-industrial complex wins no matter what.
3: Excellent, Glenn. But we're we're going to hit the break. Uh, Joe, do you have a comment before we get Steve back in on the on the break?
2: Yeah, you know, I I just uh, echoing Glenn's statement there. Right, the American public, Stop we don't win. And and to Jason's something. point, the winners are Stop the ones bitching. that are calling all the shots. We'll, we'll be back do right something. after the break.
5: I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein.
15: A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer. A lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial... commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado. So call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360 KHNC.com. com.
0: The half empty cup of joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088.
2: Here the half empty cup, Joe Jason, Steve stars and you know, kinda talking about uh uh the border and, and I, I, I've heard this recently a little more about what Jason was talking about, you know, should uh should we, you know, start fighting uh the cartel and, and uh labeling them uh terrorist, you know, and, and I brought up uh, El Salvador where I know that uh, The media doesn't like how the the president there went about it, where he just locked them all up, you know, they, no trials, right? Hey, you're just, we're just, we know who you are. We're gonna get you off the streets. Uh, and uh, he just won reelection by a landslide uh, because, well, let's face it, the, the country was being run uh, by terrorists. And, and he literally calls them that. That's what he uses. These, these, they're nothing more than terrorists. They, they, they don't care about the rule of law and, and uh, we're gonna get the control back. Uh, and, I, and I just think that that's what's needed at the border. We need to get the control back. Is it going to be perfect? No. Uh, but we definitely need to have uh, th- that control there. And I think we need to really work with and i mean honestly work with with these governments where these cartels are at and 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 take them out i mean that that is what needs to happen enough's enough how many more people got to die with this fentanyl uh before we start doing something steve
4: yeah absolutely i mean that's right on target you know uh, uh trump made a pretty uh Outlandish claim when he was uh, running for office. He said he's going to build the wall and Mexico is going to pay for it. You know, well, uh, you know, that was a little over the top and he couldn't get the money and they shut down the government and that was delayed. But the bottom line is, it was, as Jason points out, his responsibility. He should have ignored the Ninth circus and, uh, Circuit, if you like, and said that, uh, you know, the, the border is my responsibility. I'm getting this done I'm just going ahead and done did it. You know, Obama was told by the Supreme Court that he needed to to. to stop his immigration program, and he said, well, we're going to appeal the decision, and he kept it open. And even when the Supreme Court said the second time, no, no, hell no, he still kept it open. So he just did whatever he wanted to do. But Mexico, to your point, uh, Joe, Mexico did actually, toward the end, start working with us on this situation, because they know these cartels are coming through there as well. Look at the Darien Gap. Look at everything that's happening here. We know that there are UN, and in particular, Chinese-funded installations down at the bottom of that area that are actually housing a good portion of these i would call them insurgents is what they really are these are revolutionaries coming through so it's a little different than the people that we've had in the past back in the uh, eisenhower day uh, there was uh, what they called operation wetback and they eliminated 1.3 million people they were pretty, uh, pretty yeah that yeah. was
3: eisenhower yeah, right one 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 detail steve uh Trump, as far as I can tell, from what I, uh, the last I saw, the, the Trump did actually make Mexico pay for the wall. So one thing about Trump being a businessman, and you, you get on his bad side, he does come after you. So that's why uh, he gets—he's very—he's very popular. But yeah, he—he yeah. he, uh, with with his tariffs and things he was doing, he was getting businesses out of Mexico and, and making uh, uh, financial just, uh, deals between Mexico and, and the U.S. go more the U.S. way. If they simply would have, you know, paid for the wall when he demanded it, he probably would have left everything alone down there. But so, so, so Trump did in in many ways because he's a Trump's a businessman. Money, money is just pluses and minuses. So if Mexico has minuses and as much money as are making from U.S. business with Mexico, then he didn't make them pay for it. Yeah, he looks at the Mexico as a whole, maybe not the government as a whole, but if, if Mexico as a whole, which they were making less money with some of his arrangements. So, you know, if you want a positive, yeah, Trump did go after Mexico. He he didn't like that. Mexico didn't capitulate. He did. Trump doesn't like it when people don't do what he wants, you know, so that's, that's part of his, his allure.
4: Yeah, it's a good point there that, you know, Mexico had an interest in trying to stop this as well as they do right now. And we can pl- we can work with that. We don't have to bomb these people. We can work together on trying to contain some of these things. And just as Joe pointed out, El Salvador has uh, miraculously recovered and is, uh, you know, I think Max Kaiser said it's the new United States. He's living down there now. He says this place is really, really great since they fixed it up. It's not impossible for these nations down in these areas to get back under control but the government's there and the united states all of us have to work together to get rid of this criminal mexico has
3: no interest in closing the border so so uh, joe brought up fentanyl there fentanyl is big business the drugs that go over the border are huge business what what, does anyone think that mexico's government's any less corrupt than ours so you got these drug cartels that that are allowed to exist well why are they allowed to exist there's bags of money going to these 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 people that run the mexican government you know, you got bags of money coming your way that just says, you know what? Just look the other way. You're not doing anything bad. Just look the other way. And that Joe just brought he brought up all the information you need. Here's the country. They took care of, of of their terrorists slash drug dealers or cartels, and the guy took them all out. Right? There you go. They, yep. they did it. That's like Mexico can do the same. They choose not to. It's business. It all comes down to money. It all comes down to, to resources. The Mexican government, I'm sure, is very wealthy off these drugs coming over the border. That's the that's the main issue. So Joe nailed all of that. It's it's that it's that it's pretty much that simple, uh, Steve.
4: Yeah, it's corruption inside the government. It's very rife uh, there in Mexico, but that's what's happened to our nation right now. We've been overrun by corruption, and uh, it's all gaining up on us. This is a, a this isn't just a one uh, one field of battle uh deciding matter here i mean we have the uh, economy crashing we have the threats of world war three over there they're trying to get more money for that we've got everything coming to part with the media we've got everything coming to part on wall street right now as you guys pointed out great show this morning by the way i, I keep uh, listening to uh you know the patriot trading group because you're right on we've got to get people into gold and silver media. We've got
3: to find, yeah you know I, you brought up the media check this out I, i'd actually brought up a clip i didn't know if there'd be a reason to bring it in but I got this Richard Nixon piece from, I, I, I can't remember what year it is. Obviously, it's when he's alive, but he's out of office. L- listen to Nixon talk about the media. This is about a three-minute clip. Check this out, because that's, that's one of the biggest problems. That might be the biggest problem, is who's got the blowhorn, but check this out.
13: Well, they have much more power than most people would like to think. Uh, when we think of the media in this country, the problem is uh, that they have a sense of self-righteousness. Uh, a double standard on issue after issue after issue. Uh, they can find everything wrong with somebody else, but they will not look inside and ever admit that they could be wrong themselves. And what was involved here in the Watergate thing was the unfairness of it. Oh, there was a legitimate thing to investigate, but they refused to balance it. Uh, they allowed their advocacy to get ahead of their reporting, which is their job to do. Uh, You know, President Eisenhower in his farewell address uh, wrote about and warned against the power of the uh, military industrial complex. Uh, I didn't get a chance to make a farewell address, but uh, when I get old enough and decide to retire, and I'm not planning it at the moment, but when I get that old, uh, if I make a farewell address I think I would warn against the media elitist complex you know the media is always talking about uh, the imperial presidency the power of the imperial presidency I think we ought to hear a little bit of discussion of the imperial media and its power you see presidential power is limited limited by the courts limited by the Congress the media's power is unlimited and some would say but what about libel suits forget it Uh, after the Supreme Court's decision in Sullivan versus New York times a few years ago A public figure cannot collect in a libel suit against newspaper or television unless he can prove malice. And there's no way uh, that that's going to be possible. As far as the media is concerned, uh, all we can hope from them if they're going to be responsible is uh, self-analysis, self-criticism. And some of them are trying with their Ombudsman and the rest. The other thing is competition. But what we see in terms of newspapers across the country is more and more places where there's only one paper. Take Washington D C since the start. Oh, Joe, go ahead and make comment on this. That's uh, that's Richard Nixon, man. That sure seems like he had a beat on it.
2: Yeah, and and again this is this isn't new. Um, I, I, I uh... It, it, and again, I think it's just lack of will, Steve. That That's all it is. And, and you know, we talked about the Senate deal uh, that uh, the Republicans uh, initially were trying to support, at least in the Senate, right? They were trying to support this bill, and uh, which just tells you their will wasn't there. And, of course, they had a big change of heart, right, a- after the fact. Once uh, the details actually got out about uh, what it was they were going to agree to. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, now now they found a little will uh, to to stop this one. Uh, but again, we're nowhere close. I, I haven't seen anyone really have any serious debate about actually doing anything of any substance at the border whatsoever. Uh, and, it, and I don't even think it's a real hard problem, right? You. You go back in, uh, you you know, once again, spend more taxpayer dollars, rebuild the wall, uh, put a stop to this thing and just say you're not getting in and uh, sending that message all throughout uh, the world. But the message that's being sent is, hey, come right now. And it's still being sent, right? Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. We're going to let you in.
3: And who sends the message? Joe, the media sends the message. The, I think it was good that Steve brought that in about the media. It's, it's Stevie. You you hearing Nixon, Nixon is a far underrated president. The shaming that he took, and, and, and then to listen, to, he was. I'm not saying he was a good guy, or he was one of our best presidents, or anything of that nature. But he was one of our most. He was. He was our most popularly elected president ever when he won. Wow. He won by the widest margin of any president ever. Okay, this guy was doing good things, and uh, boy, what did the media do to him, right?
4: Yeah, yep. The media is the problem, friends. It has been all along. That's why this radio station is so important, friends. I, I'm a volunteer here. Uh, you know, I've been working, uh, just volunteering my time to, to keep this station on the air. We are the focal point of what's really happening. I'm going to, uh, in the next half hour, I think we ought to play this clip that was put together by that guy, Kyle Clark, at, at, at uh, KUSA. USA attacked okay. Alex Jones on the issue of the vaccine uh, and the, uh, you know, the Ebola situation here how long and, you know, is this, that
3: how long is that clip there steve
4: it's oh, about you, five minutes it's about five minutes but it's worth listening to because we'll uh, only we
3: play some of it before the end of the break and then we can play okay. the rest of it on the other side jack if you have that clip ready let's play a, a couple of minutes before we hit the break and then let's finish it on the other side but uh, let's let's hear this because i yeah you did mention this earlier in the show i want to hear this so go ahead jack
15: medical employees at Denver Health made history today. They became some of the first people to get the live Ebola vaccine for preventative measures.
1: I was a advisor
14: to the Texas governor Rick Perry for seven years on a task force. I was told to give he the lieutenant governor and speaker of the house advice
2: so that every texan would have access to quality health care dr richard bartlett uh, former you know head of the governor medical task force hospital head you name it warned about experimental ebola vaccine that is live that does shed a weakened form of the virus that can make people with lowered immune systems really sick or kill them and they had the governor come out against us and all this news and say we're liars and all this. Conspiracy theorist
7: Alec Jones' latest target is Denver Health. The man who's been ordered to pay a billion dollars in damages for saying that the Sandy Hook school shooting was a hoax is now suggesting that the American government is preparing a secret bioweapons program in Colorado. His conspiracy echoes and builds on claims
2: made by conservatives from our state. The U.S. government has moved bioweapon labs to Denver and is ejecting health care staff with live Ebola and it's shedding and spreading. That's the big takeaway, folks, insanity. The CDC
7: tells Nine News that the vaccine contains only a portion of the Ebola virus to stimulate an immune response. So it would be impossible, the CDC says, for people who receive the vaccine to shed the full Ebola virus to others. and Affect them despite what america's most infamous
2: conspiracy theorist claims cdc finds lapses in latest lab mishap with a bowl of ours go ahead pause it go ahead pause it there jack we'll uh we'll play more on the other side and we'll
3: have a comment from joe you're listening to the half empty cup of joe we'll be right back
7: One.
11: Type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your Hard earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602 909 9048. Again, 602 909
5: 9048. The
0: half-empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor, with Grisham Associates, LLC, at 720-203-0731.
3: Welcome back to Half Empty Cup of Joe. Give us a call. Give us a text. It's 877-536-1360. The lines are mostly open. I suggest you jump on. It's it's fun to to, to talk it up with us. Uh, Before we get back to uh, the rest of the clip where, uh, you know, you got the old local Denver news taking shots at Alex Jones, you know, uh, I can't believe it. But uh, we got a caller. We got Brian who called in. Brian, thanks for calling in. Uh, What is your comment today?
12: Well, not a comment so much as just a question, uh, Jason. You okay. said
3: earlier before the break that uh,
14: uh, about Mexico paying for the wall indirectly by losing uh, companies, uh, and I was wondering, what companies did Mexico lose to? <sighs>
3: I will uh, get the exact names of of uh, the companies that had to leave Mexico and start manufacturing in in the United States. Trump was somewhat you know me, Brian. If you listen at all, that I'm not a, a Trump fan, but he absolutely brought some countries uh, companies back from Mexico. They started manufacturing here. Uh, it was a roundabout way. He didn't the uh, the Mexican government did not write a check. But it doesn't matter when you have fascist nations like America and Mexico, when government is hand-in-hand hand with government, you take uh, money-producing uh, entities out of one country and put them in another country. You have then made them pay for not doing what uh, uh, the all-powerful Trump wanted them to do. So that's that's how it happened. It's more of a roundabout way, Brian. But, yeah, they, they, they lost industry for a, while, a short time while Trump was president.
13: Well, I've done some
14: searching. I haven't found anything. Uh, there's some reference to... The automotive industry,
3: but
13: uh, yep.
14: that yep. was not the case. Uh, Mexico is the world's seventh largest passenger manufacturer, and three quarters of their light vehicles are exported to the U.S. That's Correct. now you're you're right. you're you're right, Brian. No, and
2: Brian, no, I don't, I don't, no major U.S. Uh, car company produces cars. In this country any longer, they they just uh, do all SUVs. Uh, so GM, Ford, uh, all of their all of their cars are produced pretty much in Mexico.
3: So yeah, uh, Brian, I don't have, the, the, I don't have the specific in the information, US, but all both uh, I'll, I'll tra- cars in the U.S. I'll try to get the more specific information since I brought it up. I'll, I'll you got my feet to the fire. I'll, I'll, I'll get that information and on, on a future show I will say here. Here here is the industries that were uh, negatively affected in Mexico uh, from Trump's policies because they do exist. Yeah, Brian, I you got to know. It. I, yeah, I, uh, I I definitely am a you know not a big fan of Trump, but uh, anytime someone brings something on the air, if I th- if I know some information that seems contrary, I try to I want as much facts as can possibly be on the air, uh, as at least as, as I've been exposed to. And then once I've shown that I'm wrong, uh, which, you know, once again on 9-11, I'm going to be, we're going to be doing a show where uh, uh, my understanding of a 9-11 has to be altered even further because the evidence shows it's much, much worse than what I thought it was and uh, we'll bring it to the air. So uh, being wrong, I, I've never been afraid of being wrong. Uh, there's no, I don't know why everybody's so terrified of either making a mistake or being wrong. Um, it's just the way we learn. It's just it's just how people figure things out. But, but like that uh, Nixon piece, Steve. Nixon was saying, "Look, the media is never wrong. They will never admit to being wrong. They have almost ultimate power when it comes to the blowhorn of telling people what's going on. And it's it's such an easy way to mislead people, Steve. I mean, that's yep. That's uh, I that's, here's the thing. Media used to be they are their number one job is to earn trust which means they had to bring the best information even when they were and then when they were wrong they just did you know they 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 just said hey we were wrong we're fixing this this is the real information but that's we've gone to one like nixon said now every single city only has one newspaper and he didn't go deep into it but now they're all owned by the same companies so only one message is being sent by all the local news stations coming from the AP which is controlled by a small group of companies so so uh, there's you know not be, it used to be you had to earn trust. If you were doing something on the radio, TV, uh, uh, Internet, yeah, you earned the trust. Walter Cronkite was trusted. I don't like Con- Walter Cronkite. I think he was controlled also. But he was trusted. The information he brought was to the best of his crew's ability to give you the facts. We are so far beyond that. You know, oh, yeah. the, the new seven piece that we're going to play the rest of it, they were shaming Alex Jones as being a conspiracy guy. And, oh, oh, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook. Well, he was wrong, you know. And boy, did they boy did they eviscerate him for being wrong?
4: Oh yeah, they certainly did. And you mentioned, you know, look at nine eleven. There was the biggest lie the media has ever told, but Oklahoma City, they lied about yep. HIV AIDS. They lied about the, uh, the the effectiveness of the vaccine and the danger of their so-called bogus germ, which never really existed. They've been lying and lying and lying and lying and lying well, constantly. These are big, big, big lies, ladies and gentlemen. This thing is nothing more than a propaganda system. You've got to get that. You've got to come to realize it. I mean, we've been doing this kind of work for a long time, Jason and Joe. We know that. And I... I I'm, I scarcely do agree with Nixon, but he was absolutely right about the fact that they never, ever, ever look at what happened with Trump and the spine on Trump was a thousand times bigger than Watergate, friends. And they didn't even, they still don't want to talk about that. You know, we have all kinds of information now, just to just get back to this story. Now imagine this, that KUSA is owned by Gannett, a company actually called Tegna now. And the, the, the stories that Alex is re- reading from are coming from USA Today, USA Today. In other words, this guy Kyle Clark is contradicting his own company in order to paint Alex Jones up as a so-called conspiracy theorist. I mean, this guy's junk. I would complain to Channel Nine, but you know, I don't think they have more people listening to that show than people in Floyd's barbershop. You know what I mean? I, I don't you think know, it's, it doesn't it's, matter. It's funny. Really.
3: <laughs> it's, fu- yeah. it's funny. It's funny. It's uh, funny, uh, Steve. That you know, because you, normally you don't talk. You don't talk, Alex. Jones as much as you can but to have to to have to bring him on they must be having some trouble with the competition on the newsways to have to bring Alex Jones in they're they're hurting right Joe they, they they need all the the ratings they can get right Joe yeah
2: i mean uh it, and again i think a, a lot of media especially print media uh really it, it's dying right when when you talk about media in general and it doesn't matter whether it's print radio tv uh, very much just a handful uh, of players that dominates uh, the entire industry. And, and uh, you know, we, we, uh, we always play that once in a while where it's all the local news, this local news, yet they're all saying the exact same words, the exact same sentences. Uh, and, I, and I think people have kind of figured it out. And to Steve's point, I think a lot of people have tuned out the media because of it.
4: Yeah, well, you can hope that more do, because they are saying the same things, friends, and they're all lies. People need to realize this. They need to be held accountable. The Supreme Court has ruled before that you cannot recklessly endanger the public with communications. That is not covered by free speech. We try to make corrections on everything we say, like you, Jason. When I'm wrong, I want to say that. I want to be the first to realize it and get it out there. We want you to have the truth, ladies and gentlemen, not these lies.
3: Shane, uh, hang on, hang on for a second. Uh, uh, we'll put you on right off the uh, the commercial break. If you want to call in, it's 877-536-536-536-536-536-536.
2: Empty Cup, 877-536-1360. And uh, Jason, uh, let's go back out to the phone line.
3: Yep, you got Shameless Shane. Thanks, man, for coming on. What is your comment or, or question today?
12: Yeah, so I have a theory about the cartels. Um, they say that, on average, it takes about $6,000 for a coyote to get you across the border. Um, so my, my theory is that these people, a lot of these people are coming over here, and the coyotes are facilitating uh, them getting jobs and stuff. But most Americans, I don't even think, have $6,000 in the bank. So what I think is happening is they're probably charging high-interest loans, which kind of keeps them in a uh, a system of, I don't know, control underneath the cartels. And this is probably a whole different level of uh, way that they operate too.
3: well Shane let me let me say this Uh, I don't know if you could hold a loan to somebody who's already crossing a border illegally to begin with so let's just take what you said six thousand dollars across the border Uh, the way I run a business in in a lot of ways not every business but one way to run a business especially when it comes to property investment is use somebody else's money so who's paying six thousand dollars for say a hundred thousand people to cross the border well, you have certain people that think that's what we need to do. This is where it goes back to the government. The government wants these people to cross the border, so somebody either closely knit to the government or in the government is probably funding them to come over, which is why they don't attack the cartel. The cartel is working the job of getting them over, and it's a business. So, Shane, I, I, think, I think what you're thinking is you, you've got a good beat on it. So I, I think what it is is you're just missing well, as far as the funding. Would, you, we can only speculate the exact funding, but I would I would surmise that let's just say let's just use this it's just as easy one. George Soros. George Soros wants the border crossings. His businesses needs cheap labor. He loves this fact, and he wants the 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 the, the new world order in full bloom. All of this enriches him and his businesses. So yeah, he's the philanthropist of getting all these poor, wretched souls that have horrible countries and getting them into America for his nice, cheap, tax-free labor. Because remember, uh, 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 someone being paid under the table, that's tax-free labor. Anybody that doesn't understand when you're a business owner, you're paying a lot of money more than just the wages just to have an employee. An employee is a huge investment for a business. You're paying the wages, but you're also paying the taxes and – and the uh, the insurance and all this other stuff to have that employee work for you. And in a lot of ways, if you have a $15 an hour employee, it's it's in some cases costs you $30 an hour to have that employee on there. So, so, so I don't know, Shane, Shane, if that makes sense to yeah, you at all.
12: That, yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, another aspect, too, is like in Mexico, the cartels will assassinate journalists and political opposition. So part of me thinks that maybe that's a direction that they, they would like to move in. With the assassinations and stuff like that, too. So, thanks
3: for uh, thank they... uh, coming off, off, off the air. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane. And, and uh, Steve, what, what say you about that?
4: Well, it's all a part of the bigger plan. You know, everything is is congealing here into an effort to take down the United States. It's happening all over the world. We're aware of it. We're doing everything we can fight uh, to to fight it. But with the lying media out there, uh, this again, I'm saying this is why this station is so important, ladies and gentlemen. We're reaching everybody from Cheyenne and Laramie down to south of Denver. You can hear us at night now. Again, uh, if you have a good antenna down in Denver, we've got to keep this operation going, friends, because you're not going to get the truth from these sons of whatever you, I would call them who are down there in Denver. They're lying to you. Just like this Kyle Clark report. Even a, a polis came after Alex Jones on the issue of what was happening right here in Fort Collins in this bio lab that they're setting up with. That's funded by uh, Eco Health Alliance and Peter Daschuk of all people. We've talked about all these folks. Remember that? I
3: just I think it's so f- amusing that the Denver media and the governor are so threatened by an Alex Jones comment. I know Alex Jones has reach. I know he has a big reach, so I get it. But uh, except for Obama and Hillary Clinton taking shots at, at uh, Alex Jones during the 2016 election, it's it's interesting, doesn't it? Show that that uh, that the, the 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 people in charge in Colorado are really unhappy with Alex Jones making these comments.
2: Yeah, you know, it, I'm not surprised. Right? That that's the the, the again. The discrediting, right? Uh, You know, the the Sandy Hook, that right? That'll be uh, the 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 go to for Alex for the rest of his career, right? Is well, here's the one thing that he was wrong for sure, and you know, right? But forget about all the things he was right about, right? And and, and that happens uh, for a lot uh, a, a lot of of people out there. Yeah, you're you unfortunately you're going to be recognized for your mistakes uh, and, and you're going to be judged by those uh, that, that more than you are for any success you may have but we had a text or texted kind of ministry boy it may be, it, it, is it the goal here to let this uh, border situation get so crazy and then somehow they're going to say, "Hey, the digital dollar will put a stop to it, right?" The the, 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 with the previous, call, "Hey, it's six thousand dollars." Well, that, now it's going to be uh, six thousand electronic credits, right, to, to cross the border, and, and you know, could could that be a way of of them? You know, again, leveraging more people into a, a digital currency by saying, "Well, we we can we can stop the the flow of drugs and, and we can stop the illegal immigrants because uh, we'll we'll now know where the money's going."
3: I actually think that the digital dollar will make it worse, Joe. It makes it easier to fund these people across the border because uh, you can fund these people on their little digital money cards. Just through, through the internet, right? You've got your little digital card. I mean, you've you got to pay the cartel the, the $6,000 cash. It's got to be a type of funds that the cartel can use because they're so-called illegal in New Mexico. Uh, to me, Joe, the digital currency could make this worse. The digital, wor- the digital currency can make it a lot worse. It makes it so much easier to pass the money into these people's pockets. They just need to have – I mean, the digital money can be just an access code. You don't even have to have a piece of plastic. You just go to where there's a bank, and you put type in your numbers, and you got some money, right, Joe? You feed your money into the uh, the Walmart. Here's my here's my digital number. You can buy whatever you want now, right? Might be worse, Joe. Maybe.
2: Interesting. Interesting thought. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. <laughs>
7: ETI is your local
6: one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064.
16: Little song I wrote You might want to sing it note for note Don't worry Be happy
12: we...
2: Final segment here on this Tuesday uh, Once again, I want to thank uh, steve stars uh... for joining us today uh, all the callers the texters uh... And again uh, uh... just makes it better got a, a couple of uh... text coming in uh... sparrow agnew said it but it still applies when we're talking about uh... uh... kinda <laughs> What Nixon was talking about with with the media, uh, Nanoring nanobots uh, was uh, Spiro Agnew. Uh, and then another textor texted in: They will claim the digital dollar will be able to track the payments, but it won't. Uh, and and uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see. Right? That 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 will definitely be uh, one of the things that they're they're trying to hallmark because. As, and how do we why how do we know this because anybody uh that knows you know hey the 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 war on cash with the banks and you know, $10,000 or more, you're a terrorist and and everything else. Uh, the police uh, see you know, pull you over for a traffic stop, you got a large amount of cash. Well, the, we're, we're just going to seize it not, you know, because, and then you've got to prove that it was not for nefarious means and all this other stuff. Uh, they're going to make a lot of claims about the digital dollar, I'm sure of it
4: right on. Yeah I think you're right there you know on one hand they can track the money and on the other hand they can divide it and hide it as well with the digital dollar so it's coming to a a big end there. You know Joe uh, another thing we didn't get to that we have to sometime is what you said before was so important concerning Elon Musk he now owns all of the direct messages that were left on Twitter and this stuff is self incriminating. If this stuff gets out and it should there's going to be an explosion of people like John Brennan and Clapper and the rest of these people, you're going to find out what kind of criminal activity they really have. And we don't have to go through Freedom of Information Act on this. You know, Alex Jones interviewed uh, Ivan Raiklin and he's got all this stuff and we're pushing Elon Musk. It's what you were saying, Joe. The the pin is mightier than the sword. I didn't even see this coming. Elon Musk has the key to exposing almost all the deep state operations that are here big time. Let's see what happens. Well, Maybe we'll get to that next time, all right? If we can
3: trust Elon Musk, that's a spooky thing. There,
4: <laughs> that's a spooky thing.
3: Having one, right. corporate, one corporate, one corporatist CEO uh, have the 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 information to, to to stop things. I mean, let me say this, uh, Steve. If Elon Musk ends up in prison, then I'll I'll trust that he was on our side. How's that? Because uh, we had WikiLeaks on our side, and uh, that didn't go too well. That didn't go too well for him. You know, right, yeah. Joe?
2: Well, and again, you know, the if they put it out there uh, on Twitter, uh, then uh, I think Elon Musk is has got a little better case there, where uh, yeah. you know, WikiLeaks, right? They they, they they got the the data from uh, well, let, let's just say nefarious type sources, right? That that was classified, was never meant for the public. Chelsea Manning and, and others, right? Uh, but uh, we'll see With what happens.
3: You know, it's funny. I'm, the, the media is not so supposed to be in trouble for for getting classified information. It's whoever gave it to them. You're not supposed to put the reporter in prison. Julian Assange reported something, so that's what I'm saying, Joe. If Elon Musk gives all this information up and is helping the so-called citizen, if he doesn't go to prison, you got to start wondering, well... That's not the system we live in, George. It would be suspicious, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what he does with it. it, 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 it I'm hopeful that uh, all of this stuff will eventually come out. God bless everybody. Jason and I will be back tomorrow. Alex Jones coming up next. Step it, yeah. Do something. Step, it, yeah. Do something.
17: Do something.